On this episode of the podcast, whose name I can't remember because it's been so long since I've recorded the show, I introduce a brand new segment called Wow of the Week featuring a celebrity guest. You don't want to miss that. Or my open letter from a Tar Heel fan to Grayson Allen. And it may not be exactly what you think. Finally, I give my hot take about hot takes. I'm John Thomas, and this is the Mendoza Line. Wait... Sports and more, episode number eight. Yes, I do remember the name of this podcast. John Thomas, thanking you for sticking in and listening to this podcast, even though I have not been posting at all at the rate I should be posting. I have an explanation. I don't know that it's a good one, but I do have an explanation. Number one, it is crossover, or it has been, crossover season, hashtag crossover SZN, in college sports. So my job has picked up a little bit. I've had a lot of football and basketball games to studio host for IMG College, Go Golden Flashes over at Kent State. So that is part of the reason I have not posted as much. But the other part has to do with our new segment called Wow of the Week, featuring a celebrity guest. Wow. 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 That's great. Thanks, Owen Wilson. Things that make you say wow are all a part of this segment, and the wow this week is that I have a brand new studio. Gratuitous rap horns. Yes, I have a brand new studio, and by that I mean I have moved locations. I am no longer living in my parents' home as of right now. I am living in an apartment in Winston-Salem. Now, you would think this would be a studio upgrade because I was doing shows on my bed in my bedroom at home. However, I regret to inform you that I am doing this episode from my bedroom closet, so I think it might be a downgrade because the apartment doesn't have a ton of stuff in it and it kind of echoes. So the only place that I don't get an echo in my apartment is in my closet, where my clothes are, so I have my door closed in my closet, and after the episode, I will come out of the closet. There's your generic come out of the closet joke with the laugh track. Feel free to insert your own there as you please. But yes, I do have a brand new studio. I put that in air quotes. You can't see that because this is a podcast, but very excited about that and excited to get back to things here on Sports and More. I've missed doing this I've missed hanging out with the few of you who choose to take a time take time out of your day to listen to this. So thank you for sticking with me. I think this will be a really good episode, though, because this could be potentially inflammatory. I don't want to call it a hot take, because as I talk about later in the podcast, I'm not a huge fan of hot takes. However, I do have something that I think particularly will rile up Tar Heel fans, and that is Grayson Allen. Even if you aren't a Tar Heel fan, you know who Grayson Allen is, the Duke basketball player. You know how polarizing he can be, and you probably don't like him. He is the latest white guy villain for Duke basketball, and some are comparing him on the villainous levels of Christian Leitner, and that is that is impressive, Grayson, that you are getting those comparisons. But I have a slightly different view of things regarding Grayson Allen, and I've written him an open letter. And Grayson, if you're listening... 
I want you to listen to every bit of this and feel free to write your own letter back to me. We can be pen pals. Even though we attended rival schools, we can be pen pals. Fine with me, Grayson. So, without further ado, I know this is why you're here because it'll be in the title and it'll be plastered to clickbait you into listening to this. Here is my open letter to Duke's Grayson Allen. Dear Grayson, congratulations. You're the most hated college athlete in America. It comes with the territory of playing at Duke, especially if you're a white guy. I mean, Kyle Singler, J.J. Reddick, Bobby Hurley, many others. They were all hated. You're not any different, right? No, Grayson, somehow you've reached Christian Leitner levels. It didn't seem possible, but you've done it. Maybe it's just because you play for Duke. Maybe it's because you look a little too much like Ted Cruz. Or maybe it's because you tripped three people intentionally and threw a tantrum on the bench after one of them and generally like to talk smack to opponents no matter the score and because you flaunt like a man who was born without a skeleton. Maybe that's it. Oh yeah, and that every time we touch video from the Cameron Crazies event at the start of the basketball season, it's pretty weird, dude. Grayson, I'm a Tar Heel fan. A huge Tar Heel fan. I graduated from the place. So of all people, I should hate you. And let's be clear, I don't like you. I don't think I'm allowed to, nor do I particularly want to. But I see you in post-game interviews, or in your article for Players' Tribune, or in a video interviewing kids from Duke Children's Hospital after they attended a practice. And it hits me. You're actually a human being. We forget that you're not this robot constructed for the purpose of being hated by pretty much every single sane college basketball fan. No, you're a person who makes mistakes, and we can all relate to that. And somehow, despite the different shades of blue, I can relate to you a a little bit. Obviously, you're really good at basketball. I certainly can't relate to you there, but you seem to be hyper-competitive to the point that it makes you lose your cool on the court. Hey, I've lost my cool in competitive situations before. I get that. You play the game really hard, and clearly you get passionate about it. That's something people love about college basketball. They just don't love it in the white guy from Duke package. And that's kind of what this comes down to. I mean, we've excused athletes for doing a lot more than tripping people, affairs, allegations of sexual assault, or domestic violence. You could do a lot worse than tripping some guys. That doesn't make it okay, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't take responsibility, which I think you've done, even with that indefinite suspension. But I've seen what competitiveness and sport can do to people. They act completely differently on the court or field than they do in real life. I don't know you, Grayson, and we'll probably never cross paths. But you're a competitor. Competitors do stupid things, things they often regret, in the name of competition. That doesn't make them okay. But from a fellow competitor, I at least think I somewhat understand what that's like. So yes, Grayson, I will still boo you. I will make jokes at your expense. We wear different shades of blue. Because I still don't like you. But, and I never thought I'd say this, I can relate to you. Sincerely, John H. Thomas. I have to sign all my emails and letters that way because there's a lot, like 13,000 John Thomases in the United States. So you have to try to differentiate yourself a little bit. Just side note there, Grayson. I don't want, I know middle initials kind of pretentious, but I have to do it. Sorry. But that's my take on Grayson Allen. A lot of people are really taking Grayson's side, saying he has matured, he is this senior now, 
And we all, we like Grayson Allen, kind of being counterculturalist, if we, if you can, kind of being a hipster and saying, ooh, I like Grayson Allen as a sports writer. I'm not going to go that far. I can't go that far because I think it's disingenuous, but I can relate to the guy. And let's face it, the things he's done have been on the court, and we take sports a little too seriously sometimes, and we take our takes about sports a little too seriously. And that brings me to, it's a short episode today, I'm just getting back in the saddle, but I think this is a good one, our bedtime story. And my bedtime story today is on hot takes. Fans are far too reactionary. We know this. One small thing happens, and to borrow a line from Heath Ledger's Joker, everyone loses their minds. But I can deal with fans freaking out and making wild claims because I can pretty easily ignore or block or unfollow whatever fans on Twitter. And I suppose I could do the same with sports media, but that's a little harder for me to do as a guy who consumes and works in a lot of said media. But sports media sources have become awful for making wild claims based on minuscule evidence and for clickbait and for hot takes. We're covering all of this. Here's a great example. I opened my Snapchat feed earlier this week and see a post from SportsCenter. Is Lonzo a bust? Now say what you want about the Ball family, but we are 20 games into Lonzo's rookie season. He's 20 years old, and you're going to label him a bust. And when you watch the ensuing video, it's not even about that. That's classic clickbait. I also just read a story from the Daily Tar Heel. Now those are student journalists, but I was a student journalist low just six months ago. And it featured a hot take about North Carolina's defense against Michigan State. It took a historically bad performance and a couple of defensive issues throughout the season and basically proceeded to make the hot take that if Carolina keeps playing like this, there's no way they're going to beat Duke. Well, newsflash, Duke right now is playing like the best team in the country because they, even though they've been in close games, they've won those close games. So no, if North Carolina and Duke played right now, Duke would probably win. The good news is we're only seven games into the season and North Carolina does not play Duke until February. This guy explicitly said that this was a hot take, that Carolina's not going to beat Duke. You cannot make hot takes about college basketball at the end of November. Now, I respect this guy, and I respect the effort he put into the story. A lot of effort went into this. It's about a thousand words, and I recommend you go read it because you might disagree. But my view is hot takes have no place in college basketball this early in the season, and hot takes a lot of times don't have a place in sports media unless you just want views. Another great example, watching the North Carolina basketball game against Stanford, Joel Berry's second game back from a hand injury. Broadcasters on TV kept talking about Berry having lost his shot after the injury to his hand because he only went 1 of 11 in his first game back. Then he magically put up 20 plus points and they acted like it was a miracle. Joel Berry's found his shot again. Guys, it didn't go anywhere. It was always there. Basketball's hard. Everyone has bad shooting nights. It wasn't like the guy shot one of 35 over a four-game stretch. He had one bad game coming off an injury. The problem is, this is all what gets attention. Why do you think Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith had a show together for so long? Why do you think Khaled Coward is a successful radio host? 
And these guys sometimes will make very good, well-reasoned points. These are smart guys who know plenty about sports, but everyone, including myself, succumbs to the hot take era because you need views and clicks, but you can't bait people into those clicks with false information. So you write really stupid stories about Lonzo Ball already being a bust and slap an accurate title on them to get people to click on your stupid article. Everyone does it. You could argue that this Grayson Allen letter was a way to do that. I don't believe it was because I actually wanted to say these things and it's not the classic you should root for Grayson Allen controversial column that has somehow become the rage lately as I already talked about. Reject hot takes in sports media. Listen to people or read stories from people who are entertaining and well-reasoned. Hopefully, I am one of those. It's a short episode of Sports and More, but I'm just getting back into the saddle here. It's been a while. I promise episodes from now on will be a little bit longer, but hey, this is easy to digest. This is easy to digest. You've just got the Grayson Allen letter and my hot takes about hot takes. Please share this with someone. I would really appreciate it. If you enjoy it and you know someone who you think would enjoy it, feel free to share it with them and get them involved in the sports and more community with all of my loyal listeners. Thank you for listening to Sports and More. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports and More 4 or my personal Twitter at John Thomas 227 You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I'm working on getting it on Google Play because newsflash, I switched to Android. I am no longer Team iPhone. I am Team Android. So I'm trying to get it on the Google Play Store, but it's a little more complicated. So hopefully that will happen in the near future. But you can subscribe on iTunes for now. You can listen on SoundCloud as well. All kinds of ways to get involved. You can Get up with me on Facebook, Twitter, email me at sportsandmorepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from all of you, especially you, Grayson Allen. I'm John Thomas signing off from Sports and More saying, it's almost Christmas.